Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 506, recorded live on April Fool's Day, 2017. And here are your hosts, man who's been healthy all week, Dave Pillay. Hey! And the man who's been fighting something, Andy Lowe. Hi. So we all remember last week's episode where I told Dave not to make me laugh. Which Which I managed to do six times? I think seven. Somewhere around there. Not all of them were me, to be clear. No, that is true, yes. Only only some of them. Am I under a similar um, restraint this time? Um... It doesn't happen that often, but when it does, it still sounds bad. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think I should be okay. But when I do, like I say, when I do go off, it still sounds really bad. So, so make you laugh, but not off. I'm, make- I'm still looking for, for <laughs> one. That answer your question? <clears throat> yep. All right. I think it's spreading, though, because <clears throat> now I've got that. So thanks. Yes, because I sent you a virus over the internet. Well, how else do you transmit viruses, Andy? Over the internet? Uh, I don't think that works. Andy? Yeah? You, you, if you had said, like, transfer a cold or transfer a cough, I'd be with you. But I said virus. Yes, of course I did, because go me. Yeah, so... Yes, sending someone a virus over the internet not only is possible, it happens all the time. But not, you know, a virus to get them sick. I wonder if it's only a matter of time. I there were like, sci-fi books about that, right? Like, yeah. Snow Crash was that. Yeah. You know, the more that we plug ourselves into technology and machinery, eventually... <clears throat> so if your phone is an exobrain, then if your phone gets infected, is that like a neurological disorder? I, I don't know. Um, At what point does insurance cover it? Well, I feel like insurance should cover neurological disorders as well. Right. But, you know. But but they won't cover your phone getting infected, even though that is, you know, at this point almost a, a, a similar... Well, no, I don't want to call it... Like, a neurological disorder can, can change your life. Your phone getting a virus is not nearly as severe. Yes, that... It, is, it sucks, but it is not even on the same level of suckiness. Here's something, though. They are different of, orders of suckiness magnitude. One is a first world problem. <clears throat> the other is a third world is, problem. The other is a human problem. Yes. Period. Oh, my God. Am I being racist against, like, uh, people who embed technology? I'm not sure that's a race. I'm not sure what I'm saying. Let's move on before I dig a deeper hole. Normally I thought it'd be me with the cold meds, you know, just going off, but... I'm really tired. Despite getting a good, like, eight or nine hours of sleep last night, I'm exhausted. It was a long week. I wasn't sick, but I was working really hard all week. My boss was in town. Nice! While, you know... Did you ask I, him about his, his EVE Online habits and his thoughts on the EVE Online money change? Uh, no, because uh, we were discussing more Raspberry Pi sort of things. No. Like, how, how could we... Inte- well, um, yeah, it started out as not for work purposes because uh, we were discussing uh, ROMs and MAME cabinets and such. Yeah. But then it was also going in like, you know, some of our transmitters are not new enough to have any sort of Ethernet integration and, you know, IP-based access units, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I would love it if, you know, you could just... 
I wanted to be the omnipotent IT person, you know, who could see so everything. You want to know what those what the status of those are, but yes. you can't plug them into the network. Yes. So it would be taking things like a Raspberry Pi, which has plenty of GPIO inputs and outputs, yep. and being able to and tie that into... Reading the, the status? Yep. But yeah, no, it started out with like, you know, arcade games. Right. Of course it did. Of course it did. Yeah. So would you want, would you need a, a Pi for that or just like an Arduino? I don't know. It, I haven't looked into the Arduino stuff. Heck, I haven't even looked into I guess into so. If, if you're looking for like, you know, a Pi Zero is, is cheap as all fuck. So. Well, in the grand you, scheme of things, a Raspberry Pi is cheap as well. True. Because I'm looking at some of the broadcaster, you know remote interface units like especially like one that we've got is in the thousands, thousands of dollars, dollars. yeah and like i can do this for <laughs> 30 bucks and a couple hours yeah that was that was the same thing i did with some of our automatic downloading software it's like you know just give me a couple of days and you know i could set up stuff with wgit and yep. you know <laughs> microsoft's built-in scheduler yeah task scheduler yeah, which kind of freaks out some of our guys who were moored into our, our main server when all of a sudden, you know, like command windows randomly start popping up. It's like, <laughs> no, just just wait a minute. It will go away we'll go on away. its own. Yeah, I did that at uh, with with my Outlook calendar. So in Outlook, there's no functionality to schedule things to happen to folders of email. Okay. But I, I sort my inbox by, I need to finish this today, I need to finish this tomorrow, I need to finish this by the end of the week, I need to finish this by the end of the month. All of my inbox just gets triaged to those folders, and then I process through those folders, right? But tomorrow is always tomorrow. And so there's no automatic process to move everything that's in the tomorrow folder to today. So you set up a like a, a script of some kind to automatically just move the stuff around? I wrote an auto hotkey script that interfaces with the Outlook com object, the, the common object model, so the API, and it moves the stuff from one folder to the other. And then I scheduled that auto hockey script to run every morning at five o'clock or as soon as the computer is turned on after that. Hmm. It took me less than a day to program something in that Microsoft should have had programmed in from the start. Wonder if I could get a uh, version of that to run on Gmail. Auto hockey? Yeah. Oh. Or even just you know, because I've got a, I've got some scripts set up in my Gmail folder that you know, if I don't respond to, uh, or if it's an unread email that I haven't opened in thirty days, it automatically gets marked as read. Yeah, because it's some of the, sometimes I'll like I'll see the emails like you know like oh your box has received an EAS alert and I'm just like okay sure you know I wasn't around at the time to deal with it so like you know it's just kept as unread but you know i don't want to get rid of the email so i just kind of just like you know if i if i if it just gets lost in the ether after a month if i haven't touched it it's just like look it's an email that you didn't care about we'll just mark it as red okay so it sounds like you've already got the script running what do you need auto hockey for well it would be interesting to put things in different labels of you know like you said like today tomorrow week month things to do that don't have an end date, that sort yep. of thing there. Um, so I know that with Sheets, there's some built-in scripting. I don't know if you can get that for Gmail or how that would look. Uh, if you had the IMAP connection, though, you could probably get in there. Uh, trying to think if we've got our own IMAP connection or not. I'll have to take a look later. Yep. Neither here nor there, sir. Neither nope. here nor there. 
So we are actually recording on April Fool's Day. I don't think this has happened for a while. Yeah. I'm actually looking now at the calendar, like, you know. Going back years and years. Yep. So yeah, it's uh it's April Fool's Day today. Yay. It's Internet Joke Day. That means it won't be April Fool's when this podcast goes up though. No. Sometimes that has happened, yeah. So okay. So what have you found today, Andy? Wow, it actually in the past decade has not been a Saturday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. And it just came out with a daily not daylight savings, leap years to yeah. work out like that. Well, welcome to April first. Welcome to April Fools. Um, there's some some fun things. It's always great to just see like different communities and how they treat April Fools. Like Reddit's April Fools this year. Reddit does really weird things for April Fools because they're not really jokes. But there's there's a Reddit subreddit now called Place, and it's it, you get to place one pixel every five to ten minutes. But it's not just you, right? It's you and everyone else. Huh. Are you looking at it? Yeah, holy crap, this is big. Yeah, it's enormous. And, like, different communities are trying to do different things in it. Is the Factorio one still there? Someone's trying to make a Mona Lisa. A lot of different subreddits have their stuff on it. Huh. There's some really good pixel art in here. Yeah. Uh, The really kind of fun thing, though, is that someone has actually written a, speaking of scripting, Someone wrote a, a script that takes a picture of this every 20 seconds, and they stitched it together into a movie. So you can actually watch the whole thing get built. One pixel at a time? Well, yes, one pixel at a time, but, but no, there's... because it's not just you. It's thousands of people doing one pixel at a time. 68,400 currently looking at it. So it's just, yeah, well, huh. Yeah, because I was wondering what uh, Reddit was doing, because I'm looking at it going like, all right, you know, I don't really see anything on their main page. I I have one question, though, for this. Yeah. Did they put it out yesterday, or did they start it today? Uh, It started yesterday. Well, yesterday for us, which was New Year's in Australia. Not New Year's. April Fool's. It is the New Year's. It is the Internet New Year's. It's, uh, God, I just, I was looking at all of the companies that announced things yesterday because, you know, today is Saturday. And well, I, I, I think a lot of them are also doing it because it's as soon as it is April 1st somewhere. Then that gives Remember, them- yesterday at like 7 in the morning was April 1st out in Melbourne and Sydney. True. I still, though, it's just like, you know, okay, you're putting it out uh, the 31st on a Friday. Like, are, are you doing it just so, you know, people can talk about it? Are you trying to do it for the marketing aspect of it? I don't think it has anything to do with marketing. You don't think? Some be- of them do. Some of them do. But I think, like, most of it's just like, we want to have fun. We want to make a joke. I'm sorry, but no. Yeah? It's, it's all about the marketing. And people... <laughs> When you get yeah. the, you get your name out there going, oh yeah, you know, like this. Because like, let, let me let me put it this way, Andy. The the company I work for, right? Yes, I work for Epic. We really don't market. That's not our thing. We have like a, a very 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 tiny marketing department. Our sales department is like ten people. We have a company of ten thousand people, and our sales department is really really tiny. Right? Yes. Go to epic.com. 
Chirp app for iRing. <laughs> Surveillance reveals first contact between AI programs. Okay, so... <laughs> right? Yes. We are not doing this for marketing. We're doing this for shits and giggles. We're doing this because that's just what we do. Swipe to good health with Epic Tin Doctor. Yes, but yours, was that ana- was that released yesterday? Or was that released today? I have no idea. We were released because it's it's April Fool's in Wisconsin. Yes, I know. I'm saying that, you know, people who do April Fool's stuff today, they're in it for the shits and the giggles. Well, but, I don't know, because we've got the office out in Australia, so they would have been doing something. Which, you know, that, that would make sense, especially, you know, company like... Um, and you don't think that Google has an office out in Australia? They do, and they're Google Australia page is the first page that you know that starts the april fool's stuff but it's you know when it's a u.s based company you know doesn't have any international applications that is releasing their april fool's stuff not on april fools that they're doing it just for they think it's a marketing gimmick is what they do i think you're being very cynical i and that's usually my spot i'm sorry but this is if You're doing it, you know, not on April Fool's Day. You're doing it just for the news cycle is what you're doing it for. You're doing it so your name gets out there going, especially like, heck, for goodness sakes, you've got a whole topic that's April Fool's Day on Google. Granted, Google does a lot of April Fool's stuff, but this was all put out. They're they're probably not coordinated, right? It's by all the different Google sections. Yes. But it's, it was all released yesterday, my guess, just so they could get on the Kotaku. They could get on The Verge. But, they could they could get into... people in, don't... Weekdays and weekends don't matter on that. I'm still looking at it going. They got it out there early on Friday so people could talk. So they could hit that end of the week news cycle, which is normally like, you know, the quiet time for news. That, you know, people could talk about it. It, it, that just, it, it just irks me. Okay. Well, you are welcome to be irked. <laughs> As I am. All right, hold on. I got to turn off my uh, autoplay. There we go. What is with that big blue grid in the corner? That is the slash R slash blue corner. Oh, so there was a bit of a jump there. That's too bad. Yeah, it wasn't a continuous picture. God, how big is this thing? How, how long is the time lapse? Three minutes. Oh, geez, I don't have three minutes. Ain't nobody got time <laughs> for that. I mean, most of that's just silence, so it just got cut down to be like 10 seconds. True. Uh, around the 1.30 mark, though, if you go look at the German flag in the bottom left. I've already closed it. I'll take it. look at it later. All right. So the German flag uh, starts growing and eventually invades the French flag. Oh. Because, you know, that's why we can't have nice things. Oh. The joke is that the American flag is going to have to come in there and stop them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're you're grumpy at, at different groups that have done April Fools on yesterday. Yes, even though that was, I I feel like that's a very U.S. centric view. That if you have a, a significant viewership, if you have a significant user base out in Australia and Asia and Europe, that you're going to want them to get to experience April Fools on April 1st. Yes, but I'm I'm sorry to say that the North America and Europe are kind of the center of the internet. Ooh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Andy does not speak for the podcast in this case. That is his personal opinion. RA podcast does not maintain a stance either way about the center of the internet. What? Yeah. What? 
the U.S. and the and and Europe are the center of the internet. Yes, dude, I think you are very wrong. How so? China, India. You mean the Great Firewall of China that you know has basically Andy. How many how many more people do you think use the internet in China than use it in the U.S.? First off, do you think that more people in China use the internet? Hold on, let me do the googling. No, no, no googling, no googling. You tell me your gut reaction, sir. In the cities in China, yes, the internet usage is heck. We know that with the uh, Korea, yeah, but Singapore. in the cities in the U.S., Andy, go out into like rural Iowa. All right, you think people are spending a lot of time on the internet? You're looking at the okay. You're looking at the long tail sort of this. I'm name the top ten internet companies the top 10 internet companies yes when you think uh, of Amazon, the internet Google, alibaba what are you defining by internet companies when people when you when you, when you ask you know you you would go out into a survey and say tell me your top 10 internet based companies what would All people right, say ready? people would say amazon amazon would google s- yeah people would say google facebook facebook do you know what number four is I'm saying for if you go out and ask people, we... But Andy, but people are often wrong. Yes. <laughs> how how do you not know that? Yes, the top three, Amazon, Google, and Facebook, all of which have significant international presences. After that, Tencent, Alibaba, and Baidu. Top 10 internet usage by country, China, India, the U.S., Brazil, Indonesia, Japan, Russia. All right, here we go. List of largest internet companies by revenue. I'm looking at the top top three. Yes, Amazon, Google, Facebook. We aren't looking at revenue. We're looking at by users. I'm just looking at it by what we would consider the mass. You know, they sure. Do their- Amazon, Google, and Facebook are indeed right up top. Yes, Tencent, Alibaba, Baidu. Which- yes. Those three next three are Chinese. All of which have significant international presences. They have offices in other countries. They have offices all around the world. I think if you if you are of the opinion that the majority of the Internet is happening in the U.S. and Europe, I will admit the majority of the Internet you are used to using would be in the U.S. and Europe. But I think that that is a very, like, outdated view of what the Internet is. I don't know. I still feel like right now the Internet is still very European and U.S. based. Is that going to change in 10 to 20 years? I, I think that changed 10 years ago. When China has twice as many Internet users as the U.S. has people, I think that changed a long time ago. Okay, we should do Internet. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Internet penetration percentage of total population that uses the Internet. China is still at 52.7%. India. I'm looking at the same website you are, Andy. Yep, I got that. But look at the growth. Yes, that's what the I'm next saying. Chart over. That's what I said. In ten to twenty years, is this is my Andy? St- they're at three thousand percent. We're at two hundred percent. The growth is happening now. It's happening five years ago. I'm sorry, man. You're wrong. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but I'm right. You're looking. You're looking at alternative facts. Ooh, you hurt me there. Yeah. All right, how about not alternative facts? The fact that GameStop is going to be closing over 100, uh, sorry, 225 Ooh. stores worldwide. That's not an alternative fact. That's also not a really very friendly and happy fact. That, ouch. Game- we somehow missed that last week, too, because yes. this is more than a week old. 
Yeah, I I should have saw that because their stock took a pretty significant hit. Which we, we did talk about that part of it. Just not the why. I never investigated the why. Yeah, their uh, their sales call must not have been very good. That said, it's coming back up a little bit this week. I'm sorry. But just, ouch. But this, I feel like this is the tip of the iceberg for GameStop. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Unless they start making some drastic changes, like, really soon. Well, they are, though, they're because, you know, they're thinking of the... trouble. The, um... Think Geek acquisition, the, you know, increased mobile presence. So they are, you know, trying to, they're, they're trying to stem the, the, the tide, but it's... But there's a, a lot there to stem. Like, they are hemorrhaging. They're trying. They reported a 27.8 increase in collectible sales over the year. Well, that's because they bought Think Geek. <laughs> right? Like, collectibles is Think Geek's thing. Yes. Yes, it is. Especially since the... <laughs> item I'm going to uh, review was originally purchased on ThinkGeek. <laughs> so are you going to be sad if your GameStop closes, but your local Which GameStop? One? Which one? I don't know. Let's see. Uh, maps.google.com Madison GameStop. How many GameStops are there in the Madison area? I see three. Four. <coughs> so if if one or two of them closes, no, I'm I'm actually not really that worried. We only have two left in town here. How many did we say? We, we did this a long time ago in the, like, Ann Arbor area. Weren't there, like, seven game stops where no two was more than six miles away from each other? Uh, now there are four in the Ann Arbor area. And, and by, the one in Saline. Well, okay, there are two in the Ann Arbor area, one in Saline and one in Ipsy. There are three in the Ann Arbor area. Oh, no, that's not GameStop. Let's get your game on. Never mind. Yeah, so two in Ann Arbor, one in Ipsy, one in Saline, and like ni- none of them are more than five miles away from each other. Yeah. Oh no, there's three where's in the, Ann Arbor. Where's the third? There's one in Briarwood. Yeah. There's one Wait, down there's the one road in Briarwood. No, I don't think there was one in Briarwood. There's there's a GameStop at Briarwood. Unless they they like closed it up. There used to be one. Yeah, there used to be one, but I think that one went out of yeah, that's that one's closed. Oh. Okay. Well then we're down to four. Back when I lived there, there used to be one in Briarwood. Yes, Dave. When was the last was time you lived in Ann Arbor? Five years ago. <laughs> it was. It was always funny though because like it was. It was a mile away from the other GameStop. Yeah, because there was the one over by Whole Foods. Yep, and there's the one up by Ann Arbor Saline Road. Mm-hmm. That other Whole Foods, right? There's there's one by either Whole Foods because Ann Arbor has two Whole Foods. Shows you a little bit about like how pretentious Ann Arbor is. Yep. Madison is twice the size of Ann Arbor and has one Whole Foods. At least I think we only have one. Do we have a second Whole Foods? Let me find out if we have a second Whole Foods. I think we just have the one. Yep, just one Whole Foods. It's even a crappy little Whole Foods, too. Because it's just not... I'm used to the ones in Ann Arbor, which are great. Wow. Yeah, 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 I get it. Moving on. By the way, folks, the April Fool's joke for this episode is not Andy and I are going to fight and break up and stop the podcast. That might just happen anyway. (coughs) Three. I'm counting that. All right, what do we got going else on here? What do you want to talk about? Oh, my God, there's there's so much on here. Um, Can we talk about how Congress has sold us out? I feel like this like, is over. Literally sold us out. I thought this was overblown because this stuff was already in there, and they just kind of. Well, so 
ISPs were were always able to do this, right? They yes. always could have sold your stuff. Yes. And so, yes, it was overblown in that sense. But the FCC was coming in and saying, like, you know what? No, this is stupid. We shouldn't let people do this. And had put rules into place that were supposed to take effect at the end of the year, saying, no, you, you have to get your customers, you have to get your consumers to sign off on this. You can't just take their info without letting them know. And then Congress, getting paid, like, you know, total somewhere close to a million dollars, said... Uh, no, no, the, the ISPs can do that. They totally can do that. You know, Google and Amazon can do that too already. So the ISPs should be able to do that. Not quite either realizing, understanding, or caring that there are alternatives to Google and Amazon. You don't have to use their services when you're online, but your, your ISP is kind of your ISP and you're always going through them. They have access to all of the information and you usually don't have much of a choice in your ISP. I actually am going to be going to our uh, ISP uh, most likely next week and telling them that I have a choice. So they should, you know, because uh, I, you know, I signed up for the thing there and it's, you know, the 12 months of promotional cost. And then after 12 months, yeah. your price goes up. Yeah. Yeah. The price just went up. So I want to go to them and be like, bring it back down, bring it back down. I have another option, you know. Well, then go take that other option, Andy. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Good luck. Well, the, the other company's willing to pay the early termination fee as well. So, Oh, nice. I wish you the best of luck, sir. Yep, it's going to be interesting. So Congress said no, and since it's congressional review, uh, the FCC can no longer make a ruling on it. So they can't come back later and say, like, no, we really think this is a good idea, or okay, fine, we'll try it like this. Like, the FCC cannot rule on this ever again, which really sucks. However, states can still rule on it. Right. Because it's it's not a power granted to the federal government. So it is reserved for the states. The states can say that in our state, this is the expectation. This is the law. And so Minnesota just did that. Huh. So the Minnesota State Senate, it's not a law yet, but it's attached to something that will become a law. The Minnesota State Senate said uh, you have to offer people an alternative. You have to offer them the, the way of opting out, and you cannot refuse service to them if they do. I still think this whole internet privacy thing, though, has just been completely yeah? overblown, especially with the current rules that are in the Communications Act. So, like, how Verizon is now installing, essentially, spyware on their phones? Uh. That was done before all of this was going on. Yeah, except they're they're adding a new one called App Flash. I don't know. I I do feel though that a lot of these congressmen uh, have no idea exactly what's going on. I have just been told by somebody. They've been told by the people that are paying them a lot of money to uh, vote on this one. Mm-hmm. The person who who sponsored the bill was paid hundreds of thousands of dollars by the telecom industry. Is that any surprise? Well. It's it's not a surprise, but it is a disappointment. It was also voted directly on party lines. I'm just a bit up, upset with the uh, the sky is falling, though. And I'm amused that you get angry at internet companies for releasing April Fool's stuff on April Fools in other countries, but when your online privacy is is attacked and threatened in your own country by your own country. You're like, well, it's not as bad as it could be. It's, it, I'm looking at this going like, you know, there are still the, the FTC rules 
there's tons of FTC privacy which rules. have not been enforced in years. Now, that's also because there are currently only two FTC chairmen, and the other positions have not been filled. I don't. It's it's just everybody is oh privacy, privacy, privacy. Oh, the sky is falling. It's like, well, uh, hold on a second. The internet is full of crazy people. Hearthstone supposedly is actually having problems, though. How so? Um, in February, Hearthstone revenues on the stopping playing. What? <laughs> people have stopped playing it. Pretty much, yeah. The uh, the revenues on the iOS and Android devices have hit the lowest since those versions of the game were launched, mm-hmm. and is down significantly year over year and month over month. And the desktop version of the game has also experienced declining revenue. Likely, does this surprise you? Less severe. Like, it, the game is is ending. Well, it's. <laughs> It's definitely different than what it used to be. Well, at this point, like, if you've been out of it for a few months, coming back in is going to be almost impossible. Yes, it's going to be hard to come back in if you don't have, you know... Well, yes and no, actually. Because they have the standard format that actually removes the old expansions that uh, were released in the previous year. Yeah. So there's a lot of decks that, you know, a lot of cards that you don't have to worry about anymore. I don't have to worry about Dr. Boom anymore. I don't have to worry about most of the Goblins and uh, Goblins and Gears expansion or whatever it was called. Gnomes. Gnomes, Gnomes versus Goblins expansion. That's what it was. Yeah. Right, because those cards aren't available anymore. Yes, on the standard format. So, you know, you still but could come in. My, my deck, Andy, my deck is still built. We played recently, right? My deck versus your deck. Yes. And it was a slaughter. It wasn't even close. That is true. Not going not gonna to argue that one. There, there has been a power creep. There are cards that are just outright better than the originals. Yes, and some of those cards have been nerfed. Some of the actual, like, overpowered original cards, too, have been actually removed. Right, but I've been out of the game for a long time. I don't know what's there. I don't know what cards are uh, changed, what cards are better. A lot of it, though, is also the it, you're you're playing RN Jesus because there yeah. are a lot of cards that are like discover another random card or it's like you get a random card in your hand. It's just half the game is just, you know, pure chaos of going chaos and luck. Yep. But Blizzard has done some other interesting stuff. I'm kind of interested in this one. Uh, this is a, a bit of a nostalgia grab. Starcraft Remastered. <laughs> oh... You want to talk about things that are like potential April <laughs> Fool's jokes. StarCraft Remastered. Original StarCraft in 4K. And, like, they, they actually haven't done much to it other than just gave it a graphics refresh. It has, the company notes that while the game is, will be getting a refresh, it has taken care to precisely preserve the gameplay and balance of the game. Which is to say, we didn't change any of the core programming. We just made it look pretty. We changed pretty. a little bit of the net code so that we can run it over, like, actual modern stuff instead of type in the IP address of the person you're trying to connect to. Jeez. Um, and, and, you know, change the, the interface so that it's full screen and that it's 4K. And, oh, my God, I'm so tempted, Andy. I'm so tempted. Well, not only that, but uh, right now they've also uh, announced that they're issuing a new update to StarCraft Brood War this week. 
Um, yeah. And they will also make StarCraft Anthology available to download for free. So if you've never played original StarCraft or original Brood War... You can play it for free. You can play it for free, legitimately. But not the remastered no, version. No, not the remastered version. The actual original one, but you can actually... So here's my question about the remastered version. Yes. Will it play the original use map settings games? Oh, like Elements? I want to play Elements RPG. Oh. I hardcore want to play Elements RPG. That is an excellent question. Because if we could play Elements RPG over the web, like, come on, that's just, that would be so amazing. That, yes, that could be interesting. But that's that's what we're waiting for, right, yes. is to learn whether or not it allows use map settings. They, they haven't announced anything other than it's going to happen, so. Yeah. Which is still kind of cool. I'm I'm really excited for it. I'm interested. Uh, can we talk about the Samsung Galaxy S8? Sure. Since that was officially announced finally. Yep. Hello, my little card from Urbellies. Did it just randomly come up to you? Yes. Okay. Well, it's it's just sitting here on my desk, waiting for me to go through Kalamazoo mm. because of the Galaxy S8. Yes, you are correct. Yes. That's why I brought it up. Gotcha. Because because I won the bet. Yes. So what about the S8? Well, my <coughs> big problem yeah. only comes in edge mode. Oh, where the, the screen goes around the side? Yes. that's. I'm not a huge fan of that look. Neither am I, but that is the only way it comes. Okay. So I have, well, I have a feeling plus side, yeah. that I'm, you know, I'm going to go to the AT&T store to talk about my internet and, you know, TV and such. While I'm there, I'm going to hold the S8 and probably decide nope. I mean, on the plus side, it means the F the S7 will probably be cheaper. Bingo! The problem was the fact that I probably could have gotten the S7 last month and gotten another free year of Netflix. Oh, but that yeah, that that's expired. So yeah, but I so I the had, S7 I had to wait until the S8 came out for me to look at it and go right. You gotta you gotta know. Yeah. So the S7, uh, my S7 updated recently to the newest version of Android. Kate does not like it. The new version? Yeah. It, yeah, it's not it's not great, but it's not bad either. Yeah. This, this is Android N, right? Nougat. Kate hates the on-screen keyboard. The on-screen keyboard. For Nougat, the new one. Oh, I just, I, I used um, SwiftKey. Ah. So I, I didn't notice any keyboard changes. What I did notice is the ability for apps to hover. I can actually open apps in a window. Huh. So when I've got things like my password manager and my dual factor authentication, I can actually have both of those open side by side or a chat program and a web browser. Gotcha. So, yes, the new S8 came out and there's all the info about that one. Um, they announced their new digital assistant, which, according to most, a bunch of the reviews, is pretty beta right now. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's a little rough around the edges. Uh, they announced a new 360 degree camera, which can actually 360 degree camera. Yes. I do believe that's what it is. Uh, can shoot what, uh, or is it just called not, not as part of the, the eight just in general. Yes. This, this was the other announcements at the S eight announcement, right? The gear 360 can shoot, shoots a 4k live stream. Wow. Yeah. Also can work with, um, uh, you can do the live broadcasting to YouTube or Facebook, can also work with your iPhone. Um, so yeah, there's that. There's the, the, 
The one I'm really interested in is, is the Samsung DeX, D-E-X. Let's you plug in your phone yep. to a monitor. Keyboard. And then you have a Bluetooth. Key- well, the keyboard, I think, is Bluetooth. Oh, no, there's USB ports for yep. keyboard and mouse. So essentially get rid of your computer. You can just use your phone. Yes. That you wouldn't need a desktop or a laptop. You would just need your phone. Yes. Interesting. I like the concept. I like the idea. I don't know how well it will work in the long run. That is the question, but it's a neat idea. It's one of those things where it's like, how come Microsoft hasn't done that? Uh, Andy? Yeah. They tried. Yeah, I know, and it didn't seem to... Who was it? Was that Asus that tried that? Like, where you could plug in a Windows phone and it would basically turn it into a desktop? Uh, I think so. I remember someone tried that. Mm. It did not go well. I don't think Samsung's going to do very well with this either. Oh, the other thing that I'm kind of annoyed at with the S8, yeah. the fingerprint yeah. on the scanner, the fingerprint scanner on the back is built for right-handed people. Oh, you poor thing. Because if you hold what it with your left you? hand, yeah. you can't get your finger over to the fingerprint scanner. Can't you just use a different finger? It's located to the side of the camera. Yeah. So if you were to put where you're like your middle finger would be over the camera, aren't you just scanning your ring finger instead of your index finger? No, no, it's it's built. So if you're holding the phone in your right hand, it's built so you can move your pointer finger of your right hand and it, right. it will fit perfectly over where that scanner is. Right, yes, I, I got that. Yes, if you're holding in your left hand, your fingers are going to be on the opposite side of the fingerprint scanner. So I don't think you could actually bend your pointer finger over far enough. So I'm, I'm holding my phone right now, right? Okay. I have an S7. Yes. I don't have an S8. No. But Which, my, that would my, be surprising. My, yeah, but my, my understanding is, looking at the back of my phone, I have the camera. Yes. To the right of the camera, I've got, like, the flash and the sensor. Yes. And then to the left of the camera is where the fingerprint scanner would be. No. No. Fingerprint scanner is on the right. With the flash. Well, that's... Like, where my flash is now. Google a picture of the fingerprint scanner for the S8. God damn, fine. S8 Since you can't Galaxy seem to figure back. out left and right. I, well, I don't know what you're trying to say. Okay, so there's two cameras on the back. No, there's Does one of those cameras act as the fingerprint scanner? No, no, there's only the one camera on the oh, back. Oh, that's a concept. That's a concept. Hang on. All right, so there's the fingerprint scanner. Okay, so yeah, the fingerprint scanner is, is where my flash is. Yes. Okay, so in my right hand, that's even more awkward, I think. If, if I do that in the left hand, that like my left finger, my index finger, falls onto that place naturally. How the hell are you holding your phone? My thumb is just below the volume controls. My middle finger is wrapping around basically to the power switch. What sorcery type of hand do you have? I I would take a picture, but I'm holding (laughs) my phone. (coughs) I'm sorry, but that fingerprint scanner is the worst possible thing for left-handed people. I don't know how you're holding your phone. When I hold my phone in my right hand, typically my thumb is basically on the power switch. Yes, same here. My pinky is in the bottom left corner. Yes, same here. And if I want to do image, if I want to do damage to my hand, my pinky will actually go below the phone. Yeah, sometimes I rest my pinky over where the uh, power cord goes in on the S5. Right, which is a terrible thing to do to your pinky. It's not supposed to take that sort of weight pressed in that sort of direction. All right? My finger is nowhere near where that scanner is. No, my finger is over by where the volume control is on mine, which is right. on the left side. Right, so if they're saying that we're putting the, the scanner up, where the flash is, then I have to I have to move the phone down so that my pinky is no longer in the corner. It's it's just a, a little bit above the menu bar, and that's where my finger would fall to hit the the um, fingerprint scanner. And this is in your left hand. 
my right hand. Okay. So if I if I move the phone down, I can touch that spot with my index finger, right? Sure. In my left hand, I am almost mirrored, except my my hand is rotated a bit more. So my pinky finger is higher up. My index, uh, my my middle finger is on the power switch. My thumb is just below the volume controls. And as I do that, my index finger falls naturally onto where the flash is. So to quote Steve Jobs, you're holding it wrong. I'm sorry, but no. <laughs> no, this I'm holding it naturally and my finger cannot bend that far over. I don't know how you're holding it, but I, Kate is now agreeing with me that you're just being a grumpy old man. It's built for right-handed people. I'm pissed. I... I I'm sorry, but I am right handed, so I don't know. But like when I'm holding it in my left hand, unless you're holding it with your thumb, like on top of the power of the not the power, the uh, the uh, volume, like way up at the top, then, yeah, it's it's like impossible to get it there. But I think you're, you're honestly, Andy, I think you just need to change how you're holding the phone. And I'm sorry for that. It sounds like I'm victim shaming. And I know I made fun of Steve Jobs when he said you're holding it wrong, but I think you're holding it wrong. Ah. Oh, Sorry, but I have no issue with my left hand holding it where it naturally falls in my left hand, where my index finger is hitting that flash. Every time I try and put my finger over there, I literally have to shift it in my hands over where it's barely being held on by my fingertips in order to actually put my index finger next to the camera on mine. I don't know what to tell you, Andy. If I were standing with you in the room, I could I could show you how I'm holding it and you could try it and see if it works. But I'm using my phone left hand and it, it takes minimal shift to get over to that to unlock it. I think maybe your hand is weird. No, your hand is weird. <laughs> Ask Kate if she can do it. We'll deal with that later. <laughs> um, some good news that came out. Yeah. SpaceX. Oh, this is like our most antagonistic episode in years. SpaceX reused one of their rockets. Yay! This rocket, which originally was used back in April of 2016, uh, was reloaded, basically, and launched again. And not only that, they successfully landed it on the barge again. Now do it three times. That's Yeah, that's what people are saying. It's like, well, you did it twice. Good for you. Do it a third time now. <laughs> How many times do they have to do it before it's it's worth all the extra effort that went into designing it? Well, they've saved what? They said they could save 30% off of a new rocket for this one. So they have to launch it four times. Yes. All right. Gauntlet has been thrown. Launch the rocket four times. They've already done it twice, so we'll see how... Uh, more. Yep. And I, I, I may make that even a, a bit more difficult. Uh, launch it four times and then launch a second one four times with it. None of them exploding or failing. Then we can talk about using it to send up people. Well, sometimes they actually can't recover it. Like they, they talked about a couple of the times where they weren't even going to try and recover it because they had to put something in such a high orbit that they used up too much fuel so they couldn't recover so it. Wouldn't land. Yep. But even now, like even a 30% decrease just between this launch and a new launch, that's still something. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, I'm, I'm not denying that. Like, that's still impressive. Very well done. But yes, yeah, so they have decided uh, they launched it. Yada, yada, yada. I think they said what they were planning. Uh, 
took SpaceX up to four months to get this rocket ready for flight today, but uh, the company is working to trim down that turnaround time too. So uh, it actually expects to launch six reused Falcon 9s this year. So there you go. They've got, they're going to plan on launching six reused ones. We'll see how this goes. Yeah. Other space news. Nobody knows what to do with the International Space Station. What do you mean, what to do with it? Well, Congress has only approved funding for the ISS through 2024. Yeah. And at the House Committee on uh, Science, Space, and Technology... uh, Those assholes? Well, they're the ones who actually decide how much money NASA gets. Yeah, so those assholes. Uh, They don't know what to do with the ISS. Do they keep, you know... Granted, it's seven years away, so they've got funding for the next seven years. But the question was brought up like, okay, what do you do next? After seven years, do we keep funding it? What do we do? Um, that's a Cause, surprisingly difficult question. Yes, NASA spends half of their human exploration budget, half. On the ISS. On the ISS. So if we decide to keep the ISS up and running, we're cutting back on, you know, Mars exploration, asteroid, any other human exploration projects in the future. Mm-hmm. We're cutting those, you know, we're cutting back. Yeah. But the ISS is what we've got right yes. now. Three to four billion dollars a don't... year goes to keep that thing up and running, which, don't, you know, it's 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 a great human achievement. But what's its end game? Once again, we've done something and without asking, OK, what's its what's its end goal? I don't know. So yeah, that's a that's a one thing to think about. Uh, Mad Cats filed for bankruptcy, and not only like you know Chapter Eleven. This is actual Chapter Seven bankruptcy. The we are we are shutting down yes. bankruptcy. This is the we're liquidating everything bankruptcy. The goodbye, thank you. It's been fun. Yes, the board of directors agreed to voluntarily begin Chapter Seven because there was no viable strategic alternative with no possible sale of the company emerging and no willingness on the part of its lenders to increase credit lines. Which I. Man, I used to own some Mad Cats stuff. Everyone owned Mad Cats stuff. Because it was cheaper than the actual normal controllers. It was like, oh, I could spend, you know, X amount of dollars on, you know, the legitimate Xbox controller that I only needed, you know, once in a blue moon when I needed more than just two controllers. Yeah. It was cheaper, yep. but it was cheaper. Yes. So interpret that however you will. Uh, yeah, man, GameStop and Mad Cats, right? Like, GameStop closing hundreds of stores, Mad Cats just flat out going out of business. What does this mean for, like, the home consoles? What does this mean for the gaming industry? Because that's pretty serious. Well, who are, like, the third-party console manufacturer stuff for accessories and that sort of thing? What do you have, like, Logitech? I Mad Cats. It was always Mad Cats. Logitech, though, does, like, third-party controllers, right? Do they? Third-party console controllers. Let's see. I'm not sure they do. Sony announces uh, Razer, third-party PS4 controller. Nacon controller. Yeah, Razer has third-party controllers for both Xbox and PlayStation. Extra triggers, yada, yada, yada. So I... I there are still options. Yes. They're just not, not great. Yes, but as we had pointed out, Mad Cats wasn't great. It was nice True. and cheap. But it was cheap. Yes. All right. Uh, what else we got? We never actually talked about the April Fool's Day jokes because you were so upset at people doing them the day before. Yes. Did we want to actually talk about any of those? No. No? <laughs> no. It's... But the, the Pet Lexa one is adorable. <laughs> Pet Lexa? Heck. Yeah. I, I heard about Netflix's April Fool's joke. 
which they did yesterday. So yeah. I went on to Netflix to see, you know, if they would be doing their April Fool's joke on April Fool's Day. Yeah. They aren't. It's already done. Netflix did an April Fool's joke. I saw it on there this morning. It, yes, the the, it's, the canceled non-live version, which is only 38 minutes yeah. long. Granted, I could only stand it for about 10 minutes. It's one of those things where it's like, look, it's April Fool's Day. And, you know, you just, hey, remember what we did yesterday on not April Fool's Day? My God, you are a grouchy old man. So do you want to talk about anything? I mean, there's there's the Jim Bean. Jim Bean? Yep. What's that? So Jim Beam is a bourbon yes, company. Yes, I know what... Okay. Well, most people, not most, many people call it Jim Bean. Okay. So they decided to make beans. Ah. You can now buy Jim Bean brand canned beans. And Petlexa is just amazing. I love the idea of, like, Lazarus whining at the Echo. The Chromebook accessories were kind of funny. The, like, Google Cardboard for Chromebook. Yeah, or the Chromebook groupie selfie stick. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I don't even think you could actually, like, that has to be some high-strength steel in order to get that thing to, uh... Yeah, it's a lot of torque. Yeah. Uh, there's Reddit's thing, which we already talked about. Uh, of course, on Reddit, there's the Reddit thing, but then all the subreddits have their own things, too. Yes. So, like, on the video game music subreddit, they are only, they will ban you if you don't, uh, not video game, Nintendo music subreddit. They will ban you if you don't post music from old Nintendo TV shows. Oh, jeez. Uh, Ask Reddit founded a company, not a company, a country, the the Yam Nation, the Yam Republic, rather. So a lot of different subreddits are doing different little memes, um, like the Factorio subreddit put up a new theme to be Factorio V.1. Uh, Hulu is doing uh, Hulu shortcuts, which are literally they just, you know, take an episode and then make it about 10 seconds long. Yeah. Which I feel like that's almost like a, a, a poke at today's society. Oh, you guys can't even sit through a half hour TV show. <laughs> oh, T-Mobile onesie. Really? Yeah. You can actually buy one. Yeah, it's, it's a good day to just be on the Internet. Just don't trust anything you read. Duolingo is teaching you how to speak emoji. Yes. Stack Overflow has introduced Dance Dance Authentication. (laughs) Um, Oh, who was it? Woot. Woot developed Woot Search that allows you to search the internet. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm done now. All right. Uh, Are we good? Uh, uh, Yes. So. Random review. Random review. It's your turn. Yes, I was going to review a game, but being sick and playing this game was not working well together. Okay. So I am instead removing, uh, removing, reviewing, reviewing my travel mug. Your, your travel mug. Yes. The Star Wars okay. Darth Vader 20 ounce heat reactive travel mug. Sure. So it's, you know, it's, a, it's what I use for my coffee in the morning that I take into work. Yeah. Travel mug. It's great because it's. 20 ounces yeah which is about as much coffee as i can drink oh man dude i i go through like three of those in a day i'm also not joking i actually have taken my 20 ounce travel mug and i've filled it at least three times you see i i don't do that i I have my 20 ounces of coffee or actually 16 no six no 18 i think 18 ounces is what i do out of my keurig in the morning um i do my coffee in the morning then i have water and then um i have a can of mountain dew with lunch 
So I, I try and, you know, limit my uh, caffeine intake. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, it's a it's a travel mug. It's one of those heat reactive mugs. So uh, so it changes the picture yes. or what? It's it's black. So you, it, it's got a picture of Darth Vader holding a lightsaber. And when you put something yeah. hot in there, yeah. the lightsaber turns on. Okay, but see, to me, in a in a device designed to contain a temperature, that seems like it's a bad idea. Yes, that is the the problem. Is the fact that this thing is ceramic. That's not really good at at holding in heat. Yes. So um, I have to drink my coffee a lot quicker than I did with my other travel mugs, which were, you know, the, the, the plastic, but it had the, you know, dual insulated plastic sort of thing. Right. Um, because, yes, this is just ceramic. There's no insulation. It's just ceramic. So actually, you know, when I first fill it up with the coffee, I can't actually hold it. I have to hold it by the handle because holding it by the actual mug it's, so what makes this a travel mug instead of a mug? <laughs> Besides the fact that it's twenty ounces, um, it's got twenty ounces in a single mug is a lot. Yes, um, it has a cap, so it's got a little uh, cap that's the size of the top of the mug. It literally, yeah, it's just you you press it in there and it's so got it. It's not um, it, it's a coffee cup with a cap. Yes, and what's really funny is oh, I closed that tab accidentally. I didn't mean to do that. Oh my god, I reopen the tab. Oh god, we missed that. What's Think Geeks products today? Yep, there it is. Okay, sorry, I was back there because I had opened and closed a bunch of tabs while we were doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a plastic sliding lid prevents spills. That is BS. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of, kind of false. Because the, the 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 cap is only held in by the pressure of the rubber gasket holding to the sides of the ceramic, so um, it easily pops out. So okay. if your thing tips over, as it has done to me in the past, the pressure of the liquid hitting the lid will pop the lid out, and then you know the the lid does not doesn't do much. Plus, the thing is ceramic, so as soon as I drop it, it's toast because you know right. ceramic. I mean, it's a mug. Yeah. Yeah, so so not so good, huh? No, but like I said, it's 20 ounces. It fits my Keurig perfectly, and uh, I can actually drink my coffee by the time I get to work. Because other times, with the okay. other travel mug, it kept it too hot too long, so I'd have to let it sit there for a second before I could actually drink it at work. This thing actually cools off enough that I can drink it right away. Okay. And I do have to say, the lightsaber is a good indicator of, A, how much I have left in the mug, and B, how hot it is. So if I, you know, if I pick it up and go, oh, there's still liquid in there, but the lightsaber's not on. You, you don't have to do the, like, tepid finger test. Yeah. I just know that my coffee is not warm. Oh, yeah. other fun facts. A, it's not microwave safe, and B, it's not dishwasher safe. So it's just, like, bad all around. Uh, it, Andy, you need to get a better travel mug. Uh, Think Geek, by the way, has some pretty good stuff for April Fool's. Stranger Things... Star Wars. Hot Pocket Sleeping Bag. Yeah. Spaceballs, really? Oh, Bicycle Horn of Gondor. Shazam on VHS. Yep. Oh, geez. Swear Jar. Oh, because the jar actually swears. Okay. The jar swears at you. Yeah, the swear jar. Uh, the Tentacuddle Wrap. The Swim Desk. <laughs> Why would you do that? I love some of these products. These are amazing. In particular, the, the swim desk and the tentacuddle wrap. I like both of those. They're cute. All right. Uh, random question. Random topic. Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. 
Yeah, let's do this. Where were you when they tore down the Hudson Building? So we have to remember what the Hudson Building is and when it was torn down. Well, Hudson was that department store from like a de- Miracle on 34th Street. It was a department Street, store. Right? Yep, it was a department store in Detroit. Yeah, Hudson's retail department store chain based in Detroit. Yep. And it was knocked down. It took them a year to to clean it up when they knocked it down. Yes, because it was the biggest, or it was the first, it was the tallest building ever imploded at that time. Yeah, which they didn't do a great job No, if I remember correctly, they actually had a bunch of windows get blown out on other buildings. On other buildings. And I think stuff fell on the people mover at the time, and so the people mover was actually closed down as well. Yeah. They damaged the people mover. Really, guys? Yeah, people were a little pissed at that. Uh, So when did it come down, Andy? Uh, October 1998. So we were still in Celine at the time. I, I probably would have been in high school because they would have done it during the week, uh, during the workday. 98. Middle school. Was middle school, yeah. Middle school. Would have been at the middle school. Yes. Uh, so 97 is when they knocked it down? No, uh, October 24th, 1998. Was when they finished the cleanup. No, that it? was when they actually... did it. So it went from 98 to 99 or 97 to 98? Uh, hold on. With the press of a button at 5.47 p.m. on October 24th, 1998, Detroit Mayor okay. Dennis Archer dropped well, we, the We definitely store. were not at middle school. No, yeah, we were probably... P.M.? P.M., yes. Five o'clock, five-something p.m.? Yes. Uh, October 24th was what day of the week? Let's see. Saturday. October, Saturday. What the hell would I have been doing on a Saturday night in 1997? 98. 98. Why do I keep putting it 97? I don't know. You're not... First left and right, now dates. Hey, at least I can hold on to my phone with either hand. Well, I guess I can hold on to this phone with either hand, and I'm just saying the S8 is built for right-handed people. And I think that you're wrong. Um, Being a left-handed person, I'm going to prove you wrong. I would fit... No, you prove that it's not made for you. There's a difference between not being made for you and not being made for left-handed people. I'm going to find other Besides, left-handed people like, and prove you wrong. Is it is it like 2%? How many? Well, what's the penetration of left-handedness? Oh, it's something. It's something. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, 10% of the population. Okay. So they built a phone to stop 10% of the population. Just, you know, Andy? Yes. First, between the, the U.S. being internet-centric and, and now claiming that they're going after you for being left-handed, dude, you, you are getting old and paranoid. So where were you Saturday, the 24th of October? 1998. 1998. Saturday in October. Jeez, middle school. I was probably in the basement playing video games. <laughs> That's that's my safe bet. Saturday in October, I have no idea. I was probably doing homework or playing video games. And realistically, that meant I was either playing video games or playing video games. Oh, this is some reading on the history of the demolition of the Hudson Department Store. Mm-hmm. Um, no structural drawings of the facility were available because they the, the store was built in 12 separate stages, the first in 1911 and the last in 1946. Oops. So they had no idea what they were dealing with. They they had no idea what the designs were. Especially since it was built, yeah. I feel like construction techniques in 1911 were a bit different than the ones in 1946 as well. Yeah. So yeah, where was I? No idea. Probably somewhere in 1990. I don't know. Okay. Sounds good. So yeah, where were we? Nope, no idea. Somewhere in Celine doing something. 
Probably. I have a feeling we might have probably been watching it on TV, but I'm not sure. I almost certainly would not have been. Well, because my dad was from, you know, he grew up in Detroit, so. Yeah. Because I have a feeling the local TV probably was, you know, filming it because that. Stream, well, not streaming it, filming yeah. it. Streaming wasn't a thing. No. Broadcasting. Broadcast, that's yes. the word. Broadcasting, yes. That's the word. All right. I think that's it. All right. That's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you.